Welcome to today's show, and today is actually going to be a continuation of the origin story. And if you remember from part two, this being part three, that I was describing how I ended up starting this podcast, basically, and where we left off uh, was that I was confronted with a divorce, um, and I didn't really know what to do with myself. Um, so I didn't know what I was going to do, where I was going to live. Um, I had always wanted to return to farming, um, as I was, you know, doing some consulting work for a while. But yeah, I was, I mean, I was just lost basically um, uh, the only the only thing I really had on a day to day basis was my dog I uh, pretty much kept him with me wherever I went and he was you know he really helped me through that time and anyway you know things happen Things happen for different reasons. And so I ended up meeting this lady who owned a 340-acre farm on Maryland's eastern shore. And I was living in Annapolis, Maryland at the time, which is across the Bay Bridge. And she had always wanted to have an organic community-supported agriculture farm on her farm. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up uh, meeting through a mutual acquaintance and got to talk in and it sure seemed like a good fit you know that eventually we could do this and she actually had, had she actually had a house vacant that she wanted to rent out um, and I was in the market the only question I had is could I bring my dog and sure, that was fine. So, so Bear and I packed up and we moved over to the Eastern Shore. Now, this is an old, old house located right on the river, on the Sassafras River, uh, Georgetown, Maryland. And her farm was across the street from that. So we lived in the old house for several months. And, you know, I swear that place was haunted. There were times when I heard things that just didn't make any sense. Anyway, so actually her son wanted to move back into that house and that's why we needed to move out. But luckily she also wanted to rent out the ha a small house on the farm. And so that became bare in my home for the next couple of years. So we were sitting in, I moved over there in November and Charlotte and I were sitting in her kitchen in February. And, you know, we had talked about this community supported organic farm for a while and like, yeah, this will be a good thing to start someday. And we were sitting in there in February and decided we're going to do it this year. So the deal was that I was going to do the work 
and she was going to provide most of the funding and we would try to round up a bunch of our friends to be members of the the community supported agriculture the csa project so we had the you know this is a 340 acre farm so we asked the farmer it was leased out to tenant farmers and we asked the farmer to plow up five acres and i thought five acres that's something we can handle and you know looking back on that that was probably the silliest thing i've ever done because how in the world are we going to take care of five acres with hand tools and one small 20 horsepower tractor you know, it just didn't make sense. But anyway, we got started and we actually rounded up 21 or 22 people to begin this CSA program. And somehow things came together. Like I didn't, I was doing, you know, I was doing the work by myself, um, you know, wasn't getting paid or anything. But, um, you know, I had the satisfaction of knowing that it was happening. And so I was working full time still in my consulting job and doing this basically from four or five in the evening until nine o'clock until it got dark. And then, you know, getting back inside and, and answering emails and just managing any administrative things or ordering seeds or whatever I had to do. And then on the weekends too, I would usually work, you know, put in a 12 to 14 hour day on Saturday and then try and take uh, at least part of the day off for Sunday. So we, we ended up, we ended up doing this. Uh, I can remember there were nights when I needed uh, a headlamp uh, many times to finish up what I was doing because it would get dark and I would still be out there weeding or running a rototiller or washing carrots uh, or whatever, uh, you know, just doing what needed to be done. And that year we had my sister and my brother-in-law would come over and thank God for them because they were my harvest crew. So they would come over twice a week and we would harvest all the vegetables, uh, divide them up. We used, um, for distribution, we used the, um, the shopping bags from, you know, the local grocery store. Uh, so we divided up everything into 21 or 22 pieces and put it in coolers. And then the next day I just put everything in my truck. I took one cooler to where I worked because, you know, the people there were we're supporting this thing. And I dropped another one off in town, right there in Chestertown. And so this was a pretty successful year. Uh, we managed to actually, you know, pull this thing off. So of course, plans are made for the next year at this point. And somehow or another, we managed to more than triple the size of the operation. We were up to like 68. CSA shares and I realized uh, at, after this year that things things were getting a little too big 
for me. And actually this, actually, I take that back. This year, we ended up hiring two summer interns. So these were two local kids who helped out on the two harvest days. So they would come over, you know, for the better part of the day uh, on, you know, Tuesday or Friday or whatever it was. And of course I was working, uh, I was still working full time, but I, I ended up working um, Mondays through Thursdays, uh, longer days. And then I believe we were harvesting on a Tuesday and a Friday. So I would, I would cut that Tuesday a little short and then we would har do all the harvesting. And then on Friday, because I had already got my hours, I would be off to farm. Uh, so I was doing a little bit less in the evenings, uh, but more. But now I had Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. So the farming operation continued pretty much at the same clip. Uh, you know, nobody was getting paid anything, but we were we were making it happen. And then after this year, I realized that things were getting things were getting uh, a little too. A little too big for me to manage and so we hired an assistant manager and that was the greatest thing that ever happened because she was a very hard worker and that year went really well and what ended up happening is my my funding ultimately got cut from this other job this consulting job and so I needed to find I needed to find something else and I was ready to move on. And so at this point I connected with a group of folks up in Horsham, Pennsylvania. And there was a CSA farm there that needed basically needed someone to take it over. Uh, it was kind of kind of felt like it was it was teetering and might go one way or another uh, and it was an organic CSA farm they had they had the potential for up to 13 acres under cultivation so that's where I ended up and that's where we'll leave it for today so thanks again for joining us and tune in next time as we bring things to a conclusion and wrap up um, how I ended up starting the podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you then.